Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining me on the Speak Life Now radio show. I am your host, Dr. Lisa Speak Life Burrell. I I want you to listen to this song to get you into... um, to put your mindset in the area of worship and receive the love of God. This is Leon Timbo, Abba, Father. Listen to this, and then we'll get into the word for today.
Thank y'all so much. I hope you really listened to the words of that song. I don't own the rights to that song by Leon Timbo Abba. Hallelujah. I mean, just the words itself. Did you not hear that you know you're that you belong to him? Hallelujah. Did y'all not just receive that word? Hallelujah. Lord, I thank you so much for this amazing day that you created. Hallelujah. Thank you, dear Lord, that we woke up in the right mind to give you praise, to say thank you, Lord. Thank you for another day. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for another day. Some people did not have an opportunity to wake up. They didn't have the breath in their lungs to say thank you, Jesus. They didn't. Their heart was not beating. But, dear Lord, we are grateful. We are thankful. We don't take this day for granted. Hallelujah. We thank you. Apply the blood of Jesus over the airways. There be no hindrances to this broadcast today, Lord. I thank you. I love you with all my heart, all my mind, all my soul. Everything that was within me, I love you. In your precious name, Jesus. I, that song right there, every time I play it, it takes me right back in. Such an amazing, blessed word in that song. Whew. Thank you, Lord. Today, um, I just want to talk to you about the last thing that, that was on that song. Some of the last things that was in that song said, I have your DNA. I have your blood in me. Right? Those were the words, some of the words that was in that song. Um, and I want to talk about, you know, not taking our gifts. That that part, that DNA part. <laughs> That God has given us. Don't take these things for granted. Don't take the anointing for granted. Don't take the people of God for granted. Don't take anything for granted. Don't do it. 
because tomorrow's not promised. And sometimes we may not even think we're taking people, places, or things for granted until something happens. So I got word today, a good friend of mine at the Hilton, actually. Um, She had been at the Hilton for, I mean, many years, probably just as long as the hotel or more. Um, She worked in another department, but she meant a lot to me. And one day when I was on on my way into work, I um I wasn't feeling really good that day. I was feeling I needed a little bit of encouragement. And I think this probably was I would say six, seven years ago. And when I was walking up um the back, parked in the back and was going up and this particular person was outside smoking and when I walked up to her and she was like she said something to me that only my Nana would say to me. Exact same words that my Nana would say to me from time to time. And when I looked at her and I was like, do you know you just said something to me? I said, thank you for saying that, for one. And then I said to her, you said something that my only my Nana would say And let me tell you, I need to hear it today. And that just built a bond between us. Um, Every time she would see me, she's an older lady. Every time she would see me, she would always always come, come on over here and give me my hug. And I would give her a real, real tight hug. And that, I mean, that was every time I saw her. That was how we greeted. She didn't work that many days a week because she was a senior citizen. And, um... So I got the word that she had passed away. Now, she passed away on, I don't know if it was yesterday, but that's when she was discovered. But on yesterday, I was looking through some papers, and she had gave me a card um, for my birthday in 20, let me see, 23, 22, 21. She gave me this beautiful card about friendship. And she had handwritten a note on the inside of it. And I happened to be reading it yesterday. That's not a coincidence. And um, and I just cherished the words that she gave and what she said. I cherished the fact that, you know, when I would see her, I would hug her. I cherished the fact that on her birthday, I made sure I gave her something on her birthday. And one time she even told me, she said, the balloon you gave me, it was like six months later. She said, it's still standing in my house. And I'm like, what? But I didn't take her for granted. I, she didn't take me for granted. You know, and then when I got the calls today from other department heads, because they knew that we had like a little special friendship. And I brought that up because we don't want to take anybody for granted. We don't want to take um, our leaders for granted. You know, they pray for us. They cover us. They look out for us. We, we just don't want to take anybody for granted. I think about my dad. I talk about him a lot. He left at the age of 58. And I was like, man, you know, did I miss out on some things? You know what I'm saying? My mom is now 77 um, years old. And I know I work a lot. But sometimes I got to think about, okay, Maybe maybe I can do better. I'm just talking about myself. Not talking about you. You got to look at your own self. 
you know, and I repent right now, Lord, I repent for any time that I may have taken um, someone for granted. I repent of that right now. And then this part right here, don't take the gift, the anointing. You got his DNA. That was in the song. You got his blood in us. We got his blood. The blood of Jesus is flowing through us. We got his DNA. But what are we doing with it? Like, you know, I talk about my dad and people say, you know, you walk just like your dad because that's part of my DNA. I'm tall like my dad. That's part of my DNA. Now people are telling me, you really look like your mom. Well, that's part of my DNA. As I get older, they say you start to look more like your mom. When I was younger, they say you look more like your dad. But the whole thing is, it's because they're both of their DNA is in me. So some of it might be more prominent than another at different times, right? What I'm saying this is because recently, like I said, I'm talking about myself. You got to look at yourself too, right? So recently, the Lord said to me, you need to repent for prayerlessness. And I'm like, I be, I'm praying, Lord. No, you have to repent because you have a mantle of prayer. And I've called you to pray. And you that's, that's one of the gifts that you have. And you have to do it more often. Even the part that I'm, I'm be by myself quite a bit or um, what, however, however it is the Lord has me at this season. It's because of assignments that I have. So I had to repent and get back on my prayer, mantle, prayer assignment. I was still praying, but the prayer assignment of intercession more. And intercession, um, specifically, specific intercession, and staying focused on those things and take myself out of the equation because he already got me. He said, whatsoever you desire, when you pray, you should have it. Not that I have to pray my desires, that whatever's in me is already a desire in me while I'm praying for someone else, while I'm interceding for someone else, my desires are going to be taken care of. While I'm in prayer. So I had kind of like. Put that down for a minute. Not to. Not that I totally put it down. I don't want nobody to think. Oh I didn't never pray. That's that's not it. It's just that. the It's the difference. Man, I remember I talked about that the last time he was on. It's that it's the difference between personal prayer. Corporate prayer. And intercession. I'm talking about the intercession part. The intercession part is when you don't. You're not in the equation at all. You're going to be interceding, targeting something specific that you're supposed to be praying for. That's the piece that I had um, that I had kind of put on the back burner. I was doing the personal prayer. I didn't even corporate prayer. But it was like too much about me. Take me out the equation. God got me. I, I, I got behind me the Project Reach for those who that are viewing. The Project Reach and the signs over the years and how things happened there. And I, I shared this testimony that one day I was walking out of a um out of a mall and before I got to the outside door I heard the I heard the voice of God. I heard a man's voice. It was the voice of God. It said, Can you help Lisa? I'm like, Can I help who? That's why I was like looking around. I'm getting ready to go out the doors. And um then when I get outside the door, there's a man sitting um outside the door by the pillar of the mall and said had a sign and then he said can you help I looked in my purse all I had was a 20 and a 5 and I was going to get a 5 I'm just being honest and the Lord said give him 20 
I gave him the 20. I handed it to him. And the Lord said to me, keep walking, don't look back. I didn't ever look back. That happened on a Saturday in May of last year. Right? I would say one week later or two weeks later, during that time I had applied for a grant for Speak Life Now Incorporated, Project Reach. Two weeks later or either 10 days, it wasn't long at all. I can't really remember the timeline. That $20 turned into 20000 of a grant that made it possible for me to do all the different things I've been doing with Project Reach, getting those blood pressure monitors out, the backpacks, the um, gifts for the seniors, getting ready to have a May event for for mothers and celebration of women, um, all these different things that I've been doing and y'all been seeing if y'all been following me on social media, Speak Life Now, Inc., or Lisa Speak Life Away, or even in the Project Reach page, group page, you've been seeing all these different things, the workshops, all the things we've been doing came about. But I really believe that that door opened up because when the Lord said to me, can you help Lisa? Gave me the opportunity. Yep, I helped that man. And then the doors opened for me to help so many more. And I'm saying that because First of all, the money in my purse belonged to the Lord anyway. He the one gave it to me. It's just be real about it. And when he said give it, it's because he had something on the other side of it. Recently, the Lord had me to give, he moved on me to give $125. I'm just sharing these things with you because sometimes you take a lot of stuff for granted. But I just need to say this. $125 to someone, the very next day someone sold $125 back. Then, recently the Lord sold me to sell $80 somewhere. And then I had went online to order things for Project Reach. I had a certain amount that's allocated every line item for different printed materials and stuff like that. So I went in to um, order and the stuff came to $268. And I heard clear the Holy Spirit say, look for a coupon. I looked for the coupon. I still had that line item, right? But... He said, look for a coupon. I put the coupon code in. Now, I had just sold $80. I put the coupon code in. The entire item, everything that I ordered, ended up being free. So, I was able to get all those materials, $268 worth, for free. That made it so I could get more materials because I was already still had that line item. Where it was other things that I really wanted to get to be able to hand out in the community about their health about um, African-Americans, about um, for seniors, for kids, um, nutrition, and all these things I wanted to get, but I only had a certain amount. The Lord opened the door that 268 of it was free, and then when I got all the other stuff, when I got that, I still had that line item, so I got an abundance of materials so I could help the community. You see what I'm saying? So even with our finances and things, whatever God tells you to do, do it because, like I said, that, that I had 
put the prayer, um, the intercession part on the back burner, burner when I should not have. And then the Lord revamped that up through trauma, actually. It was a trauma situation that showed up. And I was like, wait a minute. Uh, we got to pray every day. And we did for every day until it was resolved. The people that could pray with me prayed. The ones the Lord told me to call, we prayed. And then now he's revamping that. So for weekly prayer in a session, but we're targeting one specific thing. We're not praying for a whole lot of stuff. We're coming on, we're praying for one thing as what God leads me to pray for during that time period. It might increase, but right now that's what he wants me to do. So that's been picked up. But you might be listening to me today. You might have the gift of giving. And I use those illustrations to show you we can't, I know y'all don't heard it, probably like a cliche that we can't be God-given. We can't. But it's like, it's sowing and reaping. Whatever you sow, you shall reap. Whatever it is, you're going to reap it. Whatever it is, it's, it's, it's a law. It's going to work. It's going to work that way. If he said, give and shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, men shall give it to you. That's what's going to happen. As simple as that. Don't take the anointing for granted. Don't take it for granted. I know in Esther, we already know, and he said, have you been brought into the kingdom for such a time as this? Maybe your assignment is now. Is it, is, are you the one that's going to fulfill your assignment? Or should, is he going to raise up somebody else to do because you got out of place? For example, let me just use a job for example. I've worked many jobs before, and many of you too that's listening today. I know y'all have worked many jobs before. When you left that job, did the business close? I mean, one of mine did. Because they did, you know. But anyway, that's what I'm going to say. The other ones are still standing. Well, a couple of them. Let me see. One. That one I left. That one closed. Another one. Because they did me wrong. Some of the ones that did me wrong, the company folded. And I didn't even pray for it. I just know that um, I had received words about, from prophetic words from people that really didn't even know me. But they would just reach out to me through a letter or call me or something. Get my number and call me and tell me that this company is doing you wrong. Watch the company fold. And that did happen. But anyway, I digress for a moment. But what I'm saying to you is, don't get out of place. Make sure you stay in where God wants you to be. And whatever your assignment is, yeah, time, seasons change. Understand that. Just make sure you're sure. Um, and don't take the gift for granted. I did a, um, a teaching a while back. I think it was 2020. Tap into the oil. Tap into what God has given you. Tap into that, that goal. I was sitting outside today and I was thinking about this and I didn't look up the scripture. But it's in Job. And you know they say you should lay up gold like dust. Y'all know what I'm talking about in that scripture. And I was sitting outside today and I was thinking. And remember, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you what I was thinking in a second. And remember when we Abraham... Um, when he told me, look at the stars and look at the sand and that's how your how, how many your inheritance shall be, right? So when I was thinking about that gold like dust, and everybody was saying the pollen is horrible. You know we say that every year. We say this is the worst year ever. We say it every year. Um, but it's like gold dust. And maybe we should look at things a little different. What, what you know, instead of seeing it as a nuisance or frustration, 
turn that thing around. I'm not saying that, that you won't have your allergies. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying seeing it as something that the Lord is trying to show us in his creations. We should lay up gold like dust. So all that pollen that was all over our vehicles, all over everything, everything you touched was that yellowness all over. Should we see it as gold like dust like in the scripture? And what is the Lord saying to us? I believe he's saying to us to tap into what he's given us to do, to tap into who we really are, to be who you are assigned to be. I'm still learning who I am. You know, what did um, Serena Williams say? She was evolving. Another friend of mine's, um, a real good friend of mine's from Hospitality, in her LinkedIn bio, she has evolving under her name. And I get it because we're always evolving. We're always learning more about the gifts. We're learning more and more. I was talking to another great friend of mine today, and she was saying something about um, that the anointing has shifted. And I, th- I thought about when I, drive, when I used to drive a five-speed. When I'm in that first gear, I could only go for so far and, and speed. I couldn't run that engine but so much. Then I dropped it down to second, got a little bit more power to it. Then I pushed it back up to third, and then I was able to hit it a little bit more. Then down to four, and I was able to really hit that thing. But to get the full acceleration, I had to put it in fifth gear, and I was gone in my Mustang. All my eagle talent. All both of them. Five speeds. And I would hit that, but I had to go at a pace. So even in the anointing, when you are evolving, yeah, sometimes it could be a strain. Yeah, it feel like, oh, I might turn this engine up. Oh, what's going on? Is that my car not running right? Something ain't feeling right. Maybe something I might do something right. Maybe it's just time for you to hit that next gear, to get a little bit more acceleration, give a little bit of relief off of that engine. Hallelujah. And pull on, keep on going, keep on going. Then hit that gear again. Maybe that's what's going on, but you got to do it at a pace. It's a feeling that you, and anybody that drove a stick, y'all know what I'm talking about. It's a feeling, and you know when that time to shift, because if not, you're going to turn your engine up. But you know it's a feeling. After a while, it's like clockwork. You ain't even got to really, really listen to it. You just know your vehicle, mm, 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 right? Y'all know what I'm talking about. Maybe that's what you're dealing with right now. It's just go head on and shift it. Let the engine do what it needs to do. You keep your foot on the acceleration. Constantly evolving. Hallelujah. Constantly evolving. But don't take the gift for granted. Don't take the anointing for granted. Don't take people for granted. Tomorrow is not promised. Call somebody today. Tell them you love them. Text them. Tell them you love them. Tell them you miss them. Call them up. Tell them how important they are. What they did for you. What it really meant. Like I talk about the young lady, that, the lady that passed away. And I was reading that card. And I thank the Lord for that card. I thank the Lord for the handwritten words that she put in it. Who I, She saw who I was in God. That The light of God on me. She saw that. She remembered the day, the first day that we spoke to each other. She said it was a March day. Come on, him. She made sure she wrote all of that in there. And I read that yesterday. And found out today that she left yesterday. Going on to glory. Don't take nobody for granted. It could be a co-worker. A family member. Someone that's sister in the church. The Sunday school teacher. The pastor. Don't take nobody for granted. Okay? 
As you go into this week, remember to speak life over yourself. Speak life over your family. Speak life over your neighborhood. The key to it all is to speak life now. Remember to keep saying, Lord, God, thank you for surprising me with your goodness for the rest of my life. I, I had some more things to say, but I'm running out of time. We'll talk about it again next week. But look at Project Reach and all the amazing things we've been doing. And we just got started. Even though it's a year in, it's never going to end. We're going to talk more about that again next week. Thank you all so much. Share the podcast. Share the internet radio you're sharing, um, listening to it on. Just share it with somebody. And thank you so much for tuning in. Bye-bye.